0: Uh, through our app, and um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well uh, give website and on our app, uh, Givelify. Shall we pray? Oh, gracious Father in heaven, we come again, thanking you for your many blessings. We thank you for last week, we thank you for getting us through another week and here the beginning of a new week And Lord we ask you to bless those under the sound of my voice we ask you to step in a mighty way Lord we humbly submit Lord we humbly come to you and, uh, the only matter we know how Lord and that's in a powerful mind Lord a, a worshipful mind Lord a, a a praise mindedness to you for all you've done for us we thank you lord bless this weak feeble servant that i am undergird me lord and be able to say something for someone's ears someone's life to be manifested through christ with you oh god we love you we worship you we praise your name now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight oh my savior my redeemer in jesus the christ's name we pray it all amen uh, this morning we began a new series titled What We Should Do in uh, 22. We'll be beginning February as Black History Month, but uh, we're going to uh, make some things in uh, under the direction of the Holy Ghost. The Lord, as he leads and directs, so we'll be doing our new year. And I did speak last month on some new year type Topics in the series with Acts, but um, today we began a series again what we should do in 22. Uh, we have your Bibles, the book of Isaiah 43, verse 18, claims our attention today. I'll be reading the CSB translation, whatever translation you have. We do ask you to follow along. Uh, Isaiah writes this, do not remember the past events, pay no attention to things of old. Look, I am about to do something new. Even now it is coming. Do you see it? Indeed, I will make a way in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. The grass withers and a flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand ever. I just want to tag this first Sermon of this series: A new I in Him, a new I in H I M. When I was young, I recall, remember receiving a Nintendo game system for Christmas. I loved playing Super Mario Brothers, but learning how to play meant long hours just learning the buttons and how the game was played how to play it became my singular focus and when i got to a spot that i could not maneuver and escape and i lost all three chances during this time and the screen would read game over i had done all i could do on the level but it proved to be futile so the message read game over But the beautiful thing about the nintendo and subsequently any game system is that there is a reset button that allows you a chance to restart at that same level and go further the new year affords us the opportunity to start something new a restart to get a redo so to speak in various areas of our lives and if we had not been growing in 2021 well 2022 gives us a chance to keep on growing and getting stronger in Christ. Isaiah we look at the text this morning repeated God's promise to bring his people out of captivity in Babylon and return them to the land of Israel. It is clear that this would be an act of God's covenant faithfulness and mercy not a result of his people's merits. Can I put a parenthetical pause right there, parentheses? Based not on people's merit, based not on the lack of faithfulness from the people, but God based his actions on who he is. And that's right now I could interpose uh, in someone's mind now that God is not doing things for you based on what you are doing because we don't even come up, we fall short. But God, based on him being God, bases his action and whatever he does, not on the merits of us, but on the fact that he is God. The promise of verse chapter 43, verse 18, 19, must have reminded Isaiah's readers of the exodus from Egypt when God saved their forefathers from bondage and led them through the wilderness. But this exodus from Babylon would be even better since it would restore the Jews to the homeland from which they had been expelled because of their sin. It goes on, verse 19 implies that even though the trip from Babylon back to Israel would lead through treacherous territory, God would go ahead of the people and make a way. Isaiah lived during a time when the people of God were divided in two kingdoms israel was the kingdom of the north and judah was the kingdom of the south and what was happening then was the kingdom of the north had turned its back on god and the kingdom of the south was headed in the same direction and we will look at what was happening with the people of god back then we find that they had turned their backs to God, to lead a life full of sin. It is for this reason that Isaiah warned the people of Judah of the impending judgment of God due to their moral deprivation, political corruption, social injustice, and especially the spiritual idolatry. Unfortunately, today there are still many within the body of Christ that are captive to the things of this world. There are many that due to the rebellion, idolatry, lack of willpower, apathy, and discouragement are already slaves to the things in this world. But if you find yourself in this situation, then you must know that God wants to do something new in your life. We have, a, we have began a new year. God calls you to have a new beginning and we cannot allow the enemy to stop us We cannot allow the enemy to invade our mind. We have to renew the way we think. We have to consecrate on what God is doing in our life and look to the future and what he will do. We have to do as we find in Romans 12 and 2 when we read, and do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that is good, what is that, good and acceptable and perfect will of god god says see i'm doing a new thing god wants to do something new in your life today god wants to renew you wants to strengthen you matter of fact if somebody's around you now tell that person that god is going to do something new in my life today god is searching for people that are willing to trust him he is looking for some people that are willing to depend on him and, and as believers we must begin to more we must depend more on God and less in our own abilities. Once this happens, then we will begin to experience God's power in our life. Sometimes in order to go where we never been. We have to do something we've never done. And if we want to grow in an ever-increasing closer walk with him, we're going to have to allow God to lead us in places we've never been before. Well, real quickly, I just want to drop two nuggets and I'll be out. You have heard, look, remember to forget. 18 said, do not remember the past events. Don't expect past victories to sustain you. Don't allow past failures to paralyze you. Look to God for guidance. Learn from the past. Leave it behind and act in faith for the future. God, thank God that I told you earlier, God does not do based on our merits. So whatever you done in the past, he's not going to hold that against you. <laughs> he gives you an opportunity to get it right with him, because we learn from the past, but we develop faith for the future. So tell somebody, do not dwell on the past. (laughs) I like that. priest, Pastor Mac. I'm doing the best I can. Don't dwell on the past. It's good to look back on what God has brought you from. It's good to look back where God has has made waves out of no ways and opened doors. It's good to look back because you need to praise him for that, but don't dwell on the past. Don't dwell on your failures. Don't dwell on your discouragements. Don't dwell on your dismay. That could hinder your walk and your future talk with the Lord if you allow it to soak in your mind. The enemy will use to try to trap you where you are, so you will never grow. You will never speak power in your life because the enemy will use it to hold you back from the future, from what God has brought you from in your past. Don't let it happen to you, preach, Pastor Mac. I'm doing the best I can. Huh. Yeah, Paul said it simply in Second Corinthians five seven. Therefore, if anyone is uh, is in Christ. <laughs> he is a new creature. The old has passed away, but behold, all things have become new. <laughs> God wants to do something new. I am a new I, a new I in Him. You got to decide now. You want to try to, uh, be new or stay old. Be new or stay where you are. Don't grow. Be new in Christ. Because the power lies not in us, but it lies in Christ. And knowing him makes all the difference in my life. And secondly and lastly, something good is coming your way. Verse 19 says, look, I'm about to do something new. Even now it is coming. Do you not see it? Indeed, I will make a way in the wilderness rivers in the desert. See, God brings newness. Anticipate God doing something great. That's what I like about God. He's in the new business. See." God says he'll give us a new heart and a new spirit. Make us a new creature with a new name. Put a new song and new tongue in our mouths. Then he'll help us walk in newness of life. By new commandments into new heavens and a new earth. there, there, There is a sense in which we must remember the past. In terms of God's great work on our behalf, there's also a sense in we stuck uh we also know that uh, we can't hang there because there's a sense we must look toward the future if you get stuck like Israel in the failure and sin and discouragement, you will never go forward. To the new thing God has for you. Our past failures, brokenness, our past pains no longer define us, condemn us, or rule over us. And I don't know about you, but whatever He has for me, it is for me. Often God makes promises, but we worry about the details or the obstacles for the fulfillment of the promise. But what God is telling us now is that God says, don't worry about it. I will make a road in the wilderness. I have resources and plans that you don't know about. He says, leave these problems to me. And whatever you're looking at, God will make a way somehow. Just look to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And when he gives you grace in the midst of your suffering, don't forget to praise him sometimes your trials may not be over but he will give you grace i reminded of a rainstorm when you run out in the water you're liable to get wet but you got an umbrella with you you open the umbrella and the rain doesn't hit you It kind of goes off to the side, thereby giving you coverage in the midst of the storm. And that's what grace is, it may not be over the storm and rain it may not be ended but grace covers you while you go through the storm and that's the new you you need to be quit worrying about all the stuff that's come your way quit worrying about all the ands ifs and buts but just believe in the Lord, the Bible says, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the word of the Lord. Of God before us, yes, who can be against us? And I say through it all, I've learned, I've learned. The trust in Jesus, I've learned the trust in God. So through the tribulations, through the distress, through the persecutions, whatever you're going through, there's a new you who's able to get through it all with the help of Jesus. Matter of fact, what a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear, what a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. The urgency of the gospel compels us to tell the dying world that the Savior has come. The gospel compels us to tell somebody about one Friday night they crucified my Savior, but on the third day Oh, the third day, he rose from the grave with all power in his hand. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Say yes. Say yes. Say yes. You ought to give him more of that. No matter what's going on in your life, won't he work it out? Somebody ought to be a witness to how good he is. Won't he do it? Say yes. Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus and the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better uh, and get saved, Allow him to come into your life. Simply say this prayer: Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as A, B, C. Accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email. Get praise on at HouseOfPraisePP.org or you may go simply to our website www.HouseOfPraisePP.org contact us and someone from our discipleship team I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ we love you to life we look forward to hearing from you And standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you, and we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out.